There we go. It's finally working. I mean, yeah, I'm so glad you can make it. I mean, the first thing I really ask is just, where are you calling from? Uh, Texas. Fullerton. From Chickia. Seattle. Arkansas. Vancouver, BC. Louisiana. And wherever you're tuning in from, welcome to Milking Ardor with Spencer Chan. Every week, I interview people from around the world and hear people's life lessons that they've learned, experiences they face, and the passions that they're pursuing. You see, the purpose of Milking Ardor is to share new perspectives that we probably didn't think to consider before. It's all a big plan and a big ploy to spread empathy, spread love. On this week's episode of Milking Ardor, episode 34, we talk with Emma about her Tourette's. And her sister Chelsea is sitting on the sidelines, chiming in here and there, but it's mostly just Emma and I talking about her Tourette's. I absolutely love this conversation with Emma, not to mention she's only 14 years old. This conversation's insightful, it's informative, and most... It's fun. It's funny. And it's lighthearted. And I just had a good time with talking with Emma and her sister. Without further ado, I'm going to cue sponsorship and we'll hear straight from our guest today. For now. Uh, okay. But obviously, once again, Emma, thank you for joining me today and being able to share kind of the wonders of Tourette's and your experience with it. Thank you so much for letting me do this because I like educating about Tourette's. It's something that I'm really like, I guess, passionate about, but there's not a lot of times that I can do it because people educate themselves or don't want to <laughs> hear about it. And here we get here <laughs> firsthand. And you can educate <laughs> yeah. a lot of people. Right on. So the first question I normally ask Emma is like, just real simple, real easy, just kind of set the level. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Emma and I'm calling from New Brunswick. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Emma, how old are you? I am 14. 14 years old. And if, if, I were to, if I were to meet you, uh, you know, we're, we're like we're absolutely strangers. I, I meet you and I'm like, hey, my name's Spencer, and I, I want to I be friends with you. What are some things you might tell me about yourself so Woo-hoo. people or I could get an idea of who you are? Woo-hoo. I really like anime. That's like <laughs> a part of me is I watch a lot of anime and all of my friends really like anime and I enjoy drawing. Nice. Nice. How do you get into anime? How do you get into drawing? Uh, my sister came into my room one night because she left her window open and a bunch of bugs and spiders crawled into her room. Ah. So she into sleep with me and she was like, Emma, I found this really cool like show. It's called Fairy Tale. Like I know it oh, sounds fairy tale. And she's like, I know it sounds like <laughs> weird. Will you please like try to watch it? I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> yeah, I used to I used to watch the show all the time. Like I watched all of it um to like that like latest season, but uh no, I dig. Okay. I dig. Yeah, I really like fairy tale. <laughs> now, Emma, you have I don't know, how how would you explain you you have tics, you have Tourette's. How would you kind of explain this various aspect of yourself? I have uh, Tourette's. It's like Tourette's is consistent of 
two types of ticks, which is motor ticks, like physical ticks slash vocal ticks, which are speech ticks. And it's basically involuntary movement and speech that can happen at any time for any duration of time. Yeah. Did you always have Tourette's or I, I'm, I like know very little about Tourette's, maybe just like the fundamentals, but is it something that people can gain or is it people, people are innately born with? For like 13 years of my life, I was completely like normal. I had nothing wrong with me. Not that people with Tourette's have something wrong with them, but I was normal. Like, like I kind of uh, developed it, but people with Tourette's, or at least for me, are born with it because Tourette's is something you're usually born with, but there's also like other ways you can get it. Like I've heard of people getting Tourette's from head injuries, but I developed my tics when I was 13 or I was 12 going on 13. And ever since then, it's been kind of downhill. Yeah, I mean, do you know, like, why you started developing Tourette's or, or like, the, the tics or? Uh, a lot of it can be because of, like, my hormones changing, like, because mm. puberty. And <laughs> that's what I hear, like, a lot of people saying that that's when they developed it around puberty. But then there's also kids developing it at like two years old or three years old. Woohoo! Yeah, and I mean, how do you of- how do you feel about it? Like <laughs> having Tourette's? I mean, for 13 years of your life, you know, you didn't have it, and suddenly you kind of start developing. How was that like scary at first, or? It was definitely some like a change, and I am not not good with change but like for a while I was saying like oh I'm waiting for my kind of journey to start if that makes sense I know it sounds sappy but I feel like that's kind of what happened like I don't feel necessarily bad about it but it's not something that I kind of wish on anybody everybody has their own story yeah absolutely right Woo-hoo. i mean do you have Woo-hoo. i mean when you started developing your takes was it like is mostly all verbal right or do you have any motor takes i have a lot of motor takes you have to have both. yeah for tourette's okay. you have two motor takes and one vocal tick to be diagnosed and actually i had to go to the hospital the other day because i was punching myself in the face oh wow oh no (laughs) i was punching my friend kelly in her face and my sister and like just punching everybody okay i didn't i didn't know that you had there's like the like the like the requirements to be diagnosed with like certain there's, there's a few requirements like you have to have two motor motor ticks ticks one vocal tick you have to have your ticks for at least a year mm-hmm. and uh, I've heard other like I've heard people say that you have to have your first tick before before 18 but then I hear people developing ticks at like 30 so I'm not really sure about that one yeah I mean just to 
re-clarify. <laughs> I mean, what exactly are what is what exactly is a tick, and like what are some of your ticks? Ticks are basically uh, like a chemical imbalance. It's like neurotransmitters misfiring, which causes my body to move in ways I cannot control and like to speak and say things that I do not mean to say. And I have a lot of ticks, like they should ch- change on a daily basis, but a lot of them are to do with my friends, especially my friend Callie that I was talking about earlier. And I have a lot of anime ticks. Uh, like, and um, one of them is me saying kite is in the wall oh, because wow. kite's one of my favorite anime characters, and I used to scream that. So every time I bring it up, my my classmates just like have flashbacks. Oh no! What happened? <laughs> like one day, I was sitting in class and I started screaming that kite was in the walls, like screaming my head off that kite was in the walls, and they're all just they were all looking at me. Like they didn't know what to do because what can you do when, 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 like someone with Tourette's is screaming, like it was probably really disruptive, but funny at the same time. And my teacher came over and he was like, uh, I think it's time that you leave. Uh. Yeah. And don't feel bad about laughing at, at, at anything. Like it's completely okay to laugh when I tick because most of the time it is funny. Like I'm not going <laughs> to. Lie. I have lesbians in my pocket. Like that, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> lesbians. lesbians in the pocket. I mean, how, how is it living with Tourette's? I mean, what are like the daily struggles or, you know, how do you go on with life? I say you can have a pretty normal life with Tourette's, but there's definitely like things that I have to worry about that people with without Tourette's wouldn't have to worry about it yeah uh I'd say that getting over kind of the initial shock was a big part of like dealing with it but like I've had to go to the hospital and I have to have an EA and I have to go on my special like our own bus and it's weird to go from completely like healthy to feeling sick Mm. But like some of the daily struggles when I had like wasn't on medication, it was hard to eat. It was hard to drink unless it was like covered, like not an open cup. It was hard to walk. It still sometimes is because I have paralysis ticks or ticks that involve my legs. So it kind of changes on a day to day basis of what I'm going to be dealing with that day. Woo-hoo! What are paralysis ticks or ticks? Or is that when like your legs? Like, so- momentarily stop working or um paralysis ticks is my whole body goes limp i can't move sometimes i'll hold my breath while i'm doing it but i basically just like fall and it happens luckily only for like a few seconds like mm-hmm. it's never last like hours but they happen very repetitive like back to back and <laughs> my poor sister Chelsea has had to carry me on her shoulder a couple times leaving school Aww. getting off the bus Woo-hoo. good sister Chelsea and thank you <laughs> my friend Kelly she has caught me falling 
we had to like the first time I ever had paralysis ticks uh we were doing a Terry Fox run around like our school bus loop and I was walking with my friend Callie and uh I just fell face first and she just like <laughs> nosedived and she like ran and grabbed me and was like holding me up to get to the sidewalk and then wheelchaired me in to the school uh, <laughs> how do you meet Kelly how did I meet Kelly yeah uh well <laughs> it's a little bit of a long story um she has a friend who was friends with one of my best friends and his name is Pizen and Pizen went away on a Peruse for like the holiday it was Christmas so she started hanging out with me and my friend Sawyer and while Pizen was away we all kind of became really good friends and then he came back and it was like the four of us throughout all of grade seven Woo-hoo! and sadly in grade eight like Sawyer got separated from us so it's me Kelly and Pizen and Kelly helps me a lot so it's been that ever since. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, I mean, Woo-hoo! how do you feel knowing like you have, or would you say like your friends are really supportive with your Tourette's or do you think, you know, in order to have, for you to have friends, you need, they, these friends need to have certain like traits, like Woo-hoo! patience or. Woo-hoo! My friends, like, I honestly sometimes don't deserve them. <laughs> they uh... are so nice. Like, like I said, Callie, she, anytime, like, I'm having a tick attack at school or anything like that, she's the first to, like, I have, like, my own little room. She's the first to, like, leave class to come check on me. Woohoo! And she's yelled at teachers to get off of me. And, like, oh, nice. Like, it's nice to have her there. Yeah. Yeah. She has my best interest in mind. Like, she doesn't care about getting trouble. She's told me that so many times. She's like, I don't care if I get trouble or they call my house or call my Mimi. Like, as long as you're good and you, this is what you want, I'll do it. And I have another friend, Pizen, and I went to Kelly's house once and I had a tick attack there. And he was doing so much. Like, I felt so bad because it got really physical. I was like pulling people's hair, punching people, kicking people. Chicks can be quite Woo-hoo. violent. Yes. And Pizen was like holding me off from hurting them, but also having to turn around and like stop me from like banging my head or hitting myself. Well, and he just like was taking hit after hit and not saying anything about it. Like completely fine. And I was like punching him like in the face and in the arms and kicking him and he didn't say anything about it. Just like, oh, are you okay? Woohoo. Is there like a way to stop tick attacks, or you just have to let it you run its course? You gotta wait it you, out. You have to wait it out. Uh, if it gets extremely bad, I get sedated. We had I've been sedated twice uh, in the past month. Like last week, I got sedated, and the week before that, I was sedated for punching myself in the face mm-hmm. for a good three hours. for a good three hours and usual tick attacks can range for me like the average time is 40 minutes and the longest time has been uh, uh three hours Woo-hoo. is there Woo-hoo. any way to like describe 
the feeling of what a tick is like for those who <laughs> don't have Tourette's? I kind of explain it like somebody asked me once, what do I think when I tick? And I explained it as like when you sneeze, you know you're going to sneeze. Like you have that warning time saying that you're going to sneeze, but it's kind of like shorter once I know I'm going to tick, it's too late. Mm-hmm. And what's going on in my mind at the moment is basically nothing but carrying out that certain action. And it kind of feels like bad energy. If if that makes sense. Especially stopping you yes. from ticking <laughs> makes you feel bad. Yeah. Especially uh, in Okay, my... there we go. Yeah. Thank you, Chelsea. I was like I was like I was trying to think about it, but <laughs> that that makes sense. Like, especially in my neck, I can feel, like, bad energy, and I hear people saying that it's, like, electricity, which I would say it does feel like that, but not necessarily, like, that's not completely it, but, like, when people shiver, when somebody, like, people shiver and sometimes they're, like, roll their neck back or their head back, it kind of feels like that, but constantly, fuck, man, (laughs) Am. so yeah that's what i'd say a tick kind of feels like bad energy that you need to get out <laughs> yeah so, so some people i know there's like this this misconception that people with Tourette's only take when they're with other people or there's you know yeah when they're with other people do you take when you're by yourself or I definitely have, but it comes out a little more when I'm with other people because mm-hmm. there are certain triggers that trigger my tics, and when I'm alone, it's easier to calm down and prevent versus when I'm with other people because, say, if I'm ticking and they start saying something about it, talking about tics makes me tick. And that's what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the moment, yeah, if I think about ticking, that's, it will make me tick. Uh, there's just, like, a bunch of different triggers, and I feel like it happens more when I'm with other people just because it's there's m- more times I'm triggered, and when I'm alone, I get to calm down. Yeah, but, so, like, say you're watching, like, Fairy Tale or whatever show you're watching or you're by <laughs> yourself that's, it's like, really, it's, like, more mellow, or? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. When I'm focused, my ticks basically do not happen. And I hear that, like, a lot of people will try to say that. When they're focused on something, it kind of completely goes away and stops for, like, a period of time. So definitely when I'm alone, I'm more focused on something else. But I wouldn't say that, like, I only tick for other people or I only do it because of other people. Interesting. Yeah, I remember, I don't remember what show it was. A while ago but there's a it's like one of the same shows like america's got talent or something like that and this one of the one of the uh the people on the show had tourettes but then they like sang and then when they sang they had like no tourettes and i was like oh that's really awesome yeah like Uh, that's what usually happens with me if i sing my ticks can go away and that's what they used to try to do at school is you sing awesome yeah they get my sister Haley to come in and sing the <laughs> intro to Miko Mermaids while I was having a tick attack on the floor. <laughs> did that and help? The, uh, it did. 
Oh. It didn't take a leap. It definitely did something. Good to know. I like that. That's very cute. Emma, what has been like the worst situation you've experienced because of your Tourette's? Um, probably the other day. I when was you started at... punching people in the face? Well, not even necessarily that. It, there was a really stressful day at school the other day where mm -hmm. a lot of people's emotions were stirred up and we felt like we weren't being heard by the staff when we were trying to get like not at all surprised talk to one of the staff members and i was super super angry so i like started having a tick attack because sometimes when emotions get high it can that can be a trigger and i kind of felt like a tick attack was coming on like for a few days so i wasn't kind of surprised that it came up then but I went in there and a teacher came in and I was trying to explain to her the situation that was going on beforehand. And she was basically being like, well, you don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And then started like yelling at me saying that she's an adult and I'm a child and I don't understand. And she makes the decisions while I'm on the floor having a tick attack. Like out of all the times she could have came in and kind of belittled me and made me feel small was when I was having like a moment just remember mm -hmm. that age yeah <laughs> the my teachers or like the staff at my school most of them are very like helpful sometimes well I, I guess that's not most of them I wouldn't say no there no. are definitely that are nice about it but not everybody understands School and triggers yes. most of <laughs> one of the teachers like took me into her office to have a tech attack and she's like oh, I'll just stay there and I had like a new EA with me and she was kind of just standing in the corner and it's a very small space like crammed with a what bunch is of things EA again a EA stands for educational assistance oh, she basically just an adult that follows me around and kind of helps with my ticks and trends yeah okay woohoo because in the beginning, my friend Callie would do everything and be with me. And like, I go on a mat when I have a tick attack. So like, she'd get out the mat and bring me to like the office where I could have a tick attack or like wheel me in a wheelchair. But now I have an EA. So they do that. But yeah, she put me in her office filled with a bunch of cramped things like files. There's a glass thing. And I just went crazy. I was pulling papers out, throwing them on the floor. I was trying to break her like glass shelf thing, <laughs> but all of her shoes at it very hard. I was trying to tip over her printer, uh, throwing a bunch of blocks all over the floor. And the poor EA was having to go after me, like to stop me from doing all of this stuff while also having to pick stuff up. Mm -hmm. And she looked horrified. Uh -huh. Was this your current EA or it was no. one you had just for day? It was one I just had for a day. Shout out to the EAs out there. Yeah, shout out to all the EAs. <laughs> <laughs> Contrarily, what has been <laughs> your most funniest experience with Tourette's? Oh, um, so this also happened the other day. <laughs> Seems like a like it's been a good month. I'm assuming this all happened in April. Yeah, 
Uh, April's a good month. All right. <laughs> so uh, we had a presentation mm-hmm. and somebody like this guy, he came on our smart board and it was kind of over a Zoom call and he it was a mad presentation like mothers against drunk drivers and okay. he had no idea that i had Tourette's because the school failed to inform him until he very, was very professional yeah, until he was there that i had Tourette's so i kept asking if he was a stripper um, <laughs> i told him i was high several times yeah he was like any questions and i was like Blank, I'm high. Like, I like drunk driving. <laughs> tics yeah. can definitely Yoo-hoo! be about what is being yeah. talked about. Situational tics. <laughs> and I asked him if he was a pedophile. Oh. <laughs> I've also, like, I also seem to ship my friends with our 50-year-old teacher. 50-year-old teacher? Yeah. yeah. I hmm. tell, like, Peasant's pregnant with Blank's babe like the teacher's baby and everyone's just staring at me like i'm sorry peason <laughs> oh man i mean I how, try- how are no keep going keep going i try not to expose my friends like I want to say, like, don't tell me secrets or don't tell me this, but there's definitely been a few times with my friend Callie that she's like, Emma, tr- like, don't, please, please, just try. And I'm like, oh. uh, she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it, for sure. <laughs> uh, what's it like going to school with, with threats? I mean, how do the other kids react you know how do the kids you're not as close with react to you having Tourette's or do you have any idea what, like what they think or would you say they're all very pretty empathetic or it's horrid not the children the children are so good I'm like, glad that the kids are there to stand up because I think some of my worst moments have like introduced some of the best moments because the teachers at my school are so horrible with my tics. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my room teacher is pretty good about it. He's learning more about yeah. threats than yeah, any you... of your teachers have. Yeah. None of them have asked me a lot of questions about it, or I don't even know if they've searched up things, but mm-hmm. I've like substitute teachers come in or just like teachers that I have on a day to day basis yell at me. Uh, and tell me to stop ticking and stop swearing because I can't control it or I need to leave because I'm disrupting everybody and that uh, there's something wrong with me. And then, like, everybody in my class just stands up and they're like, what are you talking? She has Tourette's, like, shut up. And just, like, <laughs> so nice. Woohoo! Like, oh, that's sweet. I was so lucky to get the classmates I did because there are kids at the school that have had trouble i guess you could say with me like i've been called retarded at my school i've been told that i've been faking i've been told like what's wrong with me Ugh, full nine yards Woo-hoo! yeah i mean how do you combat that when people are you know saying bad things about you my favorite response to people when they say like, oh, you don't have Tourette's, you're faking. I'm like, are you a doctor? <laughs> Where's your degree? <laughs> Come on, pull up my records then. Where's my chart? 
are you like you said you're a pediatrician what school did you go to are you yeah. my neurologist it's so funny because it stops them every time Woohoo! yeah i mean they have nothing to back it up so no <laughs> how's i mean how's your family obviously like they must be really supportive right uh yes and no my immediate family is my mm-hmm. mom really good with it oh um my father is not good with it my sister is extremely good with it i feel like she deals with the most like when it comes to me my mom's pretty good with it but my dad doesn't seem to understand it just stop it he yeah he's told me to not swear in his presence because that has nothing to do with what's wrong with me um we once had a like day where he took us out on a like kind of boat thing like he was in a kayak and we were in a floatable kind of tube a blow up thing thing for like made for three people and Mm -hmm. me and my sister like float down the river no it was me and my other sister and I was taking a whole bunch and he decided to just straight up leave us because I was embarrassing him he left us in the river alone while I was taking and I know most of the water was very shallow, but it doesn't matter. No, I could have drowned. My there would yeah. be nothing that could have done to yeah. help you. My sister Lainey was like trying her best to keep me in because I was trying to jump out. I if I had a paralysis tick then and there, she can't swim down and grab like a hundred pound year old, fourteen year old, a hundred year old, fourteen pounds. Yeah, okay. because uh, she herself, she's like not much bigger than me. No. She, a bit like, taller. That's she, I don't even think she knows how to swim great. Woo-hoo. It wouldn't matter even if you could swim yeah. great. It's different <laughs> when somebody's body is flailing. And, flailing. and my dad's yelled at me in a doctor's office for my Tourette's. He, he told me, like, stop swearing right now. And the doctor turned around and was like, do you see him often? Uh, <laughs> Woohoo. It's clearly still a struggle for your, for your dad to kind of grasp it. He doesn't see this. <laughs> There's lots of Emma's in New Brunswick for Tourette's. Remember, it's very common. Yeah. Our doctor said that it's super common, but I've never met somebody near me with the severity that I have. Because everybody that has Tourette's around here, I've met one person, and you wouldn't even be able to tell that they have Tourette's. Mm. Yeah, that's actually going to ask about that. Like, if there's like, if you know other people with Tourette's or, uh, uh, I guess you just answered that. Yeah, because we had a family friend, uh, and their son had Tourette's, and he was quite a bit older than me when, like, we used to like see each other. I think he was like eighteen, and I would have been like eight. So I guess. Uh, wait. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. You got a couple. Open their friends. She wants to know the name. But um, I didn't know he had Tourette's until they moved away. Like they moved away a couple of years ago and then my symptoms started happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my school has had people with Tourette's because they've had that person, but they, them, they, 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 they didn't even know what to do. Like they had no idea when it came to me. Yeah. But I think it'd be very great to meet somebody with Tourette's. Uh, I'm kind of hoping one day I can go to, there's a camp called Camp Twitch and Shout. 
but it's nowhere near where I live. And it's just a camp for a bunch of kids with Tourette's. And <laughs> I would like to be a yeah. camp supervisor. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome to just kind of to watch all of that happen. <laughs> all like all the camp leaders have Tourette's. All the kids oh, have Tourette's. Okay. Woohoo! But uh, epilepsy does that camp? Yeah, my sister's epilepsy. <laughs> but uh, the only thing is, other hearing other people tick is a trigger. So I feel like we'd all be just going back and forth. <laughs> it would be constant. I'm a lesbian, mummy. It's okay, dear. <laughs> well, I feel, like, I feel like at the camp, though, uh, because you're in that environment where, you know, like everyone around you has Tourette's, it, it, it would kind of be very, like, stress-free. And, you know, you know, you're all in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're kind of a mutual understanding. I guess all of us come from different homes, different situations, and different places, but we all kind of share same page. Yeah, same common ground. Right on. <laughs> Does Yay. Tourette's get better as as you like <laughs> age or as you progress? Or um, for I some people. yeah, for some, for some people, people it okay. ends because some people when they grow up or go go into adulthood like their tics completely go away. But for me right now, it seems to be getting worse with age. And I know there's quite a few people with Tourette's that are like in their fifties and sixties and stuff like that. So it's really like, to f- we'll find out <laughs> when we get there, I guess. Ah! Yeah, I mean, you're also you know, 14. So you're like just starting to, you know, yeah. yeah. I don't really want to go talking to the like puberty talk right now, but you know, <laughs> you, you know, you know. Starting to grow up. Yeah, you know, your body is going through changes, uh, you know. Oh, God, not that talk. Yeah, and no, please, let's change your topics. <laughs> uh, n- this felt like pretty short, simple, and brief, but that's, you know, kind of how things go. So, I mean, like, just kind of like towards closing, Emma and Chelsea, if oh. you have anything to add uh because i'd say this has been extremely insightful it's been funny uh and i definitely sympathize empathize with all your friends who you've had a punch in the face but um like if you if you've learned anything so far through this like experience with Tourette, you know what's what's the main takeaway the main takeaway i i actually do not know like I said, like, it's a big change, like, yeah. automatically being something and then being something else. And I feel like when I developed Tourette's, as much as, like, other people were learning how to deal with it and what Tourette's was, I was, too. You don't realize no. what it's like no. until you deal with it. Yeah. Because people come up to me and be like, oh, tell me this about Tourette's. Tell me this about Tourette's. What do I do? And I had no idea. Mm. Yeah. You're still kind of learning yourself. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a moment when I went back to school for the first time because I was, like, put on, like, my regular bus with, like, a bunch of other kids that didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then I went to school, and my teacher, he was like, okay, just explain what Tourette's was. And the first class was in, in much interesting like 
I ticked so much and everybody was laughing and my poor teacher was just like sitting there not knowing what to do do because I was basically insulting him for 48 minutes. <laughs> and then the principal came in and yelled at me. Uh, like school's really great yeah. about it. Yeah, no, it just sounds sounds lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, schools is a great place. Uh, bitch. <laughs> but because you could be here with us and hardly tick at all. Yes. Like, it would not even be noticeable. I've met, like, a lot of people since, like, having Tourette's that, like, I'd love to thank. And it's given me, like, opportunities. Like, I have my friend Courtney that I talk to, and she has cerebral palsy. And uh, I'm here. And I have friends, like, I have a kind of... Um, an Instagram account that I set up for Tourette's and I've met people there and people have like been very nice. That's nice. No, (laughs) especially on Reddit, like getting advice from like people that have had Tourette's for a long time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's on Reddit because there's a lot of different things that come with Tourette's. Like I had my first rage attack of like a few weeks ago. You said rage attack? Yeah, rage attack. Okay. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was like screaming at my mom or like hitting my sisters. It was more like I had like so much emotions in me. I was just like, like screaming, but I couldn't, if that made sense. So I was like punching my pillow and I didn't know what to do. So like I went on Reddit and uh, I asked somebody, I was like, what do I do? And like, he was like, oh. I've had ticks for over like 30 years and I know what you're going through because I'm going through like a rich attack too. Just let it out, like scream into your pillow. We're gonna like have to talk more about this, you really Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. And he said, like, I felt so embarrassed about it. <clears throat> and I didn't know what to do. And then like he wrote in his thing that after like there's a bunch of shame that can come with like having rage attacks, because that's why I didn't want to say anything. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of different levels to Tourette's that people don't realize because it's and not a lot of other things yeah. that come with it. Yeah, like yeah. sensory problems. <laughs> yeah, because Tourette's is a combat mobility disorder. So a lot of times people with Tourette's are diagnosed with something else. Like I have OCD. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very common. Depression, like depression, which is, autism, yeah. like sensory issues, insomnia. Ugh. Yeah. The list goes on. Woo-hoo! The list goes on. Fuck mommy. <laughs> kind of. Uh, this is kind of like the last few questions, but uh, since there's there's two of you here, Emma and Chelsea, you know, Chelsea being Emma's sister, for those who weren't paying attention, uh, if you could tell the world anything, uh, kind of what would it be? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. If that, you're that's gonna a good be, one. If you're going to be great and you're going to be a good person, genuinely thank you like that's amazing and you're doing like a lot but if you're gonna be ignorant and not listen take a hike take a hike go go and like take a few therapy lessons (laughs) right on all right i lied i actually have one more i have two more questions actually um emma's you having tourette's how is one way people could help other people if they encounter people or meet people with Tourette's how could other people assist you you having Tourette's 
Well, I think really listening. Yeah, that's what I, and being understanding. Yeah, being understanding. Open minded. When like at my school, like I'm constantly given that talk that I'm the adult, you're the child, I make the decisions, you don't know anything. When I'm really the one with the disability and I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like first time I had a tick attack, that oh. all the teachers were telling me that I was having a seizure and I tried to tell them no, this is a tick attack. First-hand experience. You can't talk. No. Coherently while seizing. And they try to, like, cover it up and, like, say stuff like, well, we didn't know what was going on, but the thing is, I did, and nobody would listen to me. Mm. That's the same thing. Like, they're constantly calling my house or calling, like, making me leave school after 10 minutes. Yeah. After 10 minutes of ticking, which it's going to happen. I have Tourette's. They think she's just going to stop. Woohoo! Yeah. whistling isn't bothering i'm also told that like i'm not really a religious person and i think that it's uh like a good thing some like if you're religious that's fine religion can be a beautiful thing yeah but people keep telling me that i need to pray and that god's going to heal me which (laughs) if you believe in that sure but don't force that on don't force that on me and that's it's not gonna it's not gonna stop it be open-minded if somebody with Tourette's tries to tell you like hey this is what what ah this is what you need to do listen to them don't be like well no we're gonna do it my way because I'm pretty sure I'm older Mm. Ooh, back off I've been dealing it with with like when you're having a tick attack like I'm always I'm constantly asking you like is this okay is it all right like this yeah like yeah okay (laughs) and then to kind of point it towards chelsea you know in your eyes someone who doesn't have threats but is very close with someone with threats do you have a different insight or just kind of would you advocate that as well i would just say the same thing yeah yeah how like your experience been because like you said you've had to deal with me Woohoo! And you went from having to not deal with anybody or like having to deal with something to this to automatically having to be the first person there. How's that been? Woo-hoo! I would rather be the first person. Yeah. <laughs> you would rather be the first person. Aw, I know. Sweet. Fuck, man. OCD definitely runs in the family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Nice. But yeah, no, I, don't think I'd, I don't think I'd add anything else. But I'm, Emma covered it. Ha ha ha. Right on. I mean, Chelsea, do you have any any last minute words or anything you would share with the world? Just, just, dead just what she said, like, be open minded. You can't judge a book by its cover. You, Chucky you have no wall. idea what people are really going through. Yeah, right on. All right. Do you guys have any like other last last minute thoughts or, of course, anything you want to shout out? Uh, thank you so much for giving yeah. Emma this opportunity. Oh, no. Thank you, Emma. Thank you, Chelsea, for taking the time to enlighten me. Yeah. She was Just pretty thank- excited. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to a lot of people. <laughs> Allie, thank you, Pisa. Thank you, Destiny. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, Chelsea. And thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was and, and one mom. very educational and it was pretty funny. Very, you know, lighthearted. I have AIDS. Oh. <laughs> I'm t- I'm t- yeah. Mom, I didn't say ooh, I said ooh by the way. Spencer. Hey, my name. Spencer. Oh, I didn't say thank you to Lainey either. <laughs> or Haley. Okay. But it's okay. Woohoo!
right. Any okay. any anyone else on that list you want to add or? Good. Uh, do we... hmm. I don't think so. All right. Macy, you're done good. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, thank you, Macy. <laughs> and uh, if if your name was not mentioned, just know Emma's very appreciative of you. Right? Uh, yeah. It's a long <laughs> list. Yeah, it's a long yeah list. I can imagine. People are bitches. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, thank you, Emma. Thank you, Chelsea, for taking the time to chat with me. And uh, we'll be in the talks, and I'll keep you posted for what is to come. All right. Thank you okay, very much. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye, Emma. Bye, Chelsea. Hasta la vista. Special thanks to Wavy Beats and Matthew May for the music tracks I use on today's episode. And of course, huge thanks to our guests, Emma and Chelsea, for today's episode. I guess the main takeaway with dealing with someone who has Tourette's is to just listen to them. See what they need, see what you could do. And, you know, they're the one living with Tourette's. Let them guide you through their struggles. If you want to hear more of Milking Ardor, I have exclusive content on TikTok and YouTube. Just search up Milking Ardor and it's the first result right there. If you want to be on the podcast or you know someone who wants to be on the podcast or you want to see behind the scenes, go check out my Instagram at underscore Spence underscore R underscore. I post a lot of awesome things there, exclusive content, Instagram polls, life updates, all on there. Check that out. Milking Ardor is primarily a word-of-mouth advertising podcast, so please reshare this on Instagram, tell all your friends about it, share with family, tell whoever so we can spread as many awesome stories like this one to as many people as possible. Milking Ardor can't be done without the support and love from all of my guests, all of my listeners, and episode 34, here it is. This is Milking Ardor with Spencer Grady Chan. I absolutely love and appreciate all of you. And until next time, I will see you later. Bye.